You've got a fire in your belly, a passion to serve and an insatiable drive to contribute. You know that if you can just get your message in front of the right people, you can change lives. But where to start? There are so many options, so many moving pieces. You get bogged down, overwhelmed, frustrated, while the burning desire to serve others consumes you. I know, I've been there. And these days I bring life-changing impact and value to people's lives through the creation of books, funnels, online courses and coaching programs, and virtual summits. This is the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Tim Cooper, and this is my journey. So there I was, lying on this cold, narrow bench, clammy, short of breath, with a massive weight and pain in my chest. And just a few moments earlier, I'd been standing at the fence watching my son play footy. He plays AFL footy. When out of nowhere, I just had this really bad dizzy spell come over me and I thought I was going to pass out. So I made my way over to a seat and I just sort of got there, sort of reached out and plopped myself down. And as soon as my butt hit that chair, it hit me. I couldn't breathe and the weight in my chest, ah, it was scary. For the first time in my life, I was actually worried that something serious was happening. And now, as I lay on that bench, I was so fortunate enough to have two nurses close by when this happened. And one was on the phone to the ambulance and the other one was checking my vitals and standing by with the defibrillator. Hmm. And the ambulance arrived, lights and sirens, and they, and they threw me in the back. And as I was being carted off to hospital, I sort of recounted the events that led up to that and how I ended up in the back of an ambulance going to hospital. You see, for the period of months leading up to that, there were some funny things happening. Like 12 months before that, I'd, I'd blacked out for no apparent reason and my heart rate was just out of control. Ended up going to hospital and because nothing unusual came up on the ECG, uh, they just basically said it was positional hypotension. Basically, when I stand up uh, too fast, my blood pressure drops and you get dizzy. Yeah, fair enough. I've got naturally low blood pressure anyway. And so they sent me home in the middle of the night. They sent me home at three o'clock in the morning. But then funny things started to happen. Like I'd be driving along and I just had these these passing dizzy spells, just they come and go really, really quick, but just weird stuff like, like that for months. And that morning I hadn't been, hadn't been feeling great. And to be honest, the day before I actually had pain going down my left arm. And I thought at the time, <laughs> maybe that's not good. But on that Saturday morning, I was feeling more tired than usual. And as I was driving to the footy field to watch my son, I was dizzier, more lightheaded than usual. I, I really struggled to drive. I was actually a little bit worried. And 
to this day now, I, like, I've now been advised by my doctors after blacking out a couple more times that it's probably best that I don't drive because I get no warning. It's just like, boom, bang, blackout. So these funny things were happening leading up to this event. And about half an hour before they went to discharge me from hospital, because I went through the emergency department and they just thought, oh yeah, it's stress related and there's nothing really wrong with you. Nothing's coming up on the ECG. So about half an hour before they were going to release me, they came and said, Tim, you're not going home. I said, what do you mean? I said, well, your bloods have come back and there's this, this hormone that gets released by the heart after you've had a heart attack and, and that hormone is, is elevated. So we've been on the phone to the cardiologist and um, you're not going anywhere. No, we, need, we need to run some tests and we need to do this and we need to do that. So we're going to admit you. So yeah, okay. So that was my first hospital visit. Eight days I was in hospital for while they ran tests and everything else. And for the first four days I basically slept, I was so tired and um, non-compass matters. So probably it was just my body going, good, you're lying down, now let's start to repair. But I did start to stress because I had a, a very demanding client who paid me a reasonable monthly retainer. And I was really worried. I was worried for, for, for a lot of reasons. I was worried that um, if they'd learned that I was in hospital, they learned I'd had a heart attack, that I'd lose them as a client. And that was starting to stress me. So on the fourth day, I asked my son to go to my house and pick up my, my laptop and bring it in so I could do some work. I didn't do a lot of work. I just did enough work to sort of manage and oversee and, and, and make sure that my role was on track and, and their business was moving forward. Then the next few months were just absolute chaos. I ended up in hospital three more times. I was on different medication, um, constantly dizzy, constantly lightheaded, almost you know, just getting up and almost falling over. Uh, for the first couple of months, I was still very, very short of breath. I was in a state of health where I, I couldn't work, I couldn't function. And that frustrated me and stressed me and probably exacerbated the whole, the whole situation as well. But um, finally they decided because I had what they call tachycardia, which means my, my heart rate was just so high all the time. And that's why I couldn't breathe properly because my heart was, was beating too fast to actually you know, get enough air into my lungs. So they put me on medication to slow my heart rate down. And that, and that helped things, that, that, that helped with the shortness of breath, it helped with the dizziness and the lightheadedness as I got more oxygen through my body. But I wasn't out of the woods, I was still getting you know, daily chest pain and all sorts of stuff. So then um, they, the third time I ended up in, in hospital, I went to a different hospital, saw a different cardiologist and he put me on these patches because they did, you know, because they did more tests and that sort of stuff. So they put me on these patches to dilate the, 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 the blood vessels, but they don't just dilate the blood vessels in your, around your heart. They dilate your blood vessels all through your body. So then that became another couple of months of me um, adapting, my body adapting to that medication because as soon as I put that patch on, within minutes I had a massive headache and once again just feeling really 
dizzy and unwell. And so probably for a solid six months, I really couldn't do much work at all, getting very tired all the time, sleeping hours during the day, as well as sleeping all through the night. Um, I think looking back, it was probably uh, just my body going, okay, I've knocked you down, now I'm gonna keep you down while, while I repair myself. But over a period of time, my, my body started to adapt to the medication and I'm back, okay? I still have my bad days, I still get tired very quickly. And I tell you what, that saga I had with the, that, that video editing a couple of days ago and me being up for so long and not sleeping, that really, that really took it out of me, that really knocked me around. Um, I'm, st I'm still a little bit tired from that. But, you know, I'll tell another story about that client that I was so stressed about and compelled to do work with even while I was lying in hospital after suffering from a heart attack. I'll tell you a story about them. They're no longer a client. But I think my biggest message to you is that without your health, you've got, you've got nothing. Um, you know, like it's like when, you, when you're flying on a plane, they tell you in case of emergency and the, and the oxygen mask falls from the ceiling, put your own mask on first before you help others because you're no good to anybody else if you're no good to yourself. And so your health is everything, guys. And I've been in, you know, I've been in a state of chronic stress for various reasons uh, throughout my entire adult life. I'll share some of them. Like I've had, you know, my, my young son had cancer twice. He's, he's around. I was watching him play footy when I had my heart attack. But, you know, watching your son go through cancer twice and, and the second time I was actually a single dad, he was, you know, he was living with me. Um, just having those high-pressure jobs and just being a natural-born warrior. And I don't mean warrior as in throwing spears. I mean warrior as in stress and anxiety. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. you know, if you've, got to, uh, you've, got to address, you've got to address the stress. And so that's also part of the work I'm doing on myself and what I'll be sharing on this, this podcast with you. But that's you know, where I got to is that as I slowly started to improve in health, I could get stuff done. And um, I was fortunate enough to, to have the opportunity to work very closely with, uh, with, a, with an association with the Health Guild who gave me enough work just to, to see me through, but I was still sort of working, living week to week. And then as I said, I got to a point where I'm going, yeah, I'm actually functional again. I can actually work. I can actually think. I can actually contribute. I can actually string two words together. And so that's when I decided to launch my, my coaching program. And that's designed at, at Wellness Professionals. And it's the best thing I've ever done. And I feel great. But that being said, you know, I'm still not 100%. I have my bad days. So sometimes if I don't bring the A game, if I look a bit tired, um, that's why. But I'm not going to not do this just because I'm feeling tired. I'm going, to, I'm going to be here. So that's just the way it is. But I find now if I, if I organise my days and I get 
all the all the grunt work, like all the heavy work, the heavy mind work, and that sort of stuff. If I get that done in the morning, I'm that's my productive window. So I've got about at this stage, I've got about four hours of productive time a day. Like I mean, really full on productive time. After that, then I start to get tired and it starts to taper. And I use that I use that time in the afternoon where I start to tire, either to have a nap or to do some personal development, to read a book or to watch some training videos. And, and, and so just learning to utilize your time to the max to make sure you get the stuff done that you're moving forward, you're doing what you need to do and you're helping people and everything else. So yeah, that's where I got to up to about a month ago and here I am standing in front of you, haven't fallen over yet today, so that's a good thing. So as I said, the other thing I'm going to talk to you about is, is start before you're ready. Don't wait to have you know, the planets aligned. Don't wait for all the lights to turn green before you start something. So I started this podcast and I, don't, I haven't set up a website for it yet. I will, but I haven't done that yet. But you know, as I said, if you're watching this on YouTube and you, you're getting value from what I'm sharing with you, then please subscribe, hit the like button, maybe leave a comment down below. If you're listening on a podcast platform, please you know, follow the show uh, and reach out to me. I said, as, as I'm sharing my journey, I want to help you and yours. So you can always email me at tim at timcooper.au. That's tim at timcooper.au. Um, any questions, I'd love to be able to help you. So that's it for the day. Um, Probably tomorrow, not such a, a morbid, scary story, but I just wanted to share that because at the end of the day, it's like, it's your health. And if you don't have your health, you can't help yourself and you definitely can't help others. And if you've got that, so if you've got that calling, if you've got that burning desire, that fire in your belly to get out there and help people, then you've got to be in good shape too. Okay guys, until tomorrow, you take care.